Welcome to the podcast TV with my mom, the podcast where me and my mom talk about TV. You just jumped right into it without me even knowing that you were jumping. Well, I saw that we were recording and you got your headphones on and we're ready to go. Can I eat jelly beans while we do this? Sure. <laughs> it's almost Easter. Sure. We said last week that we were all excited for spring and it was going to be so spring-like by the next time we recorded two weeks later. And instead... It snowed. We had a winter storm. So we're not going to jinx it. We're just not going to talk about it. Nope. I'm not. I hate winter. I'm done. How you doing, Rachel? I'm all right. <laughs> Are we in I'm a probably win- going to really regret the eating of jelly beans while recording. <laughs> okay, I'm done eating jelly beans. Okay. Let me just do this last one. All right. <sighs> what are we going to talk about today, Mom? Well, today I was wondering if you had any TV news, Rachel. Oh, you want to do that first? Don't we usually? We usually say what we're going to talk about, then do TV news, then talk about the thing. Oh. But I'm fine to, to, to talk about TV news first. Do you want to okay. theme song me in? Where do these songs come TV from in my head? News, it's TV news. It's time for TV news. I like that one. Did you hear that the show Supernatural, which seems to have been on television forever, 15 seasons, is finally coming to an end yes uh my twitter verse told me how much of that did you watch none really? <laughs> i thought you watched some of it i watched some of I it i think there was one day where we were somewhere when i had to occupy myself for a little bit and i watched some supernatural but it was kind of like in the middle of their one of their seasons oh i think i watched like the first four or five seasons i cannot say that i did mm. well it did feel like Every season, one of the brothers would die and have to get brought back from hell or whatever, or yeah. got some special power or whatever. It's It became repetitive, I think. Yeah. But it is a little sad that it's ending because... It's been on how many seasons? Fifteen. I, oh, I was right. Mm-hmm. Fifteen seasons, so I guess there is life after Gilmore. <laughs> For Jared Padalecki. Padalecki. Supernatural became part of a pretty exclusive club, but by com- by completing season 15, Supernatural earns inclusion on an even smaller list of long-running primetime programs uh, next to ER and Grey's Anatomy. Were they on the CW? They are on the CW. Oh, they are on the CW. It is one of the most watched oh. shows on CW. Interesting. With a, like a hugely intense fan base. You would think, since we are such CW fans, I would have hopped on that wagon. Well, I mean, I did for a while. Anyway, it's coming to an end. As one show ends, a new show begins. Emerges. And the new thing I want to talk about, do you remember the show The OA on Netflix? Oh, no. Yeah, it was an intense show. It was to- It was like there was only one season. The second season is out oh. now for watching. God help me. This that is was what, so bizarre. This is on Hollywood Reporter um, by Daniel Feinberg. And he said... Few shows are more set in their identity than Netflix's ridiculous, self-serious, and often utterly audacious drama, which returns for a second on-brand season. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was That was something about, wasn't it about a lady who was, I She, can't like, remember. gets abducted, or, like, she's, like, a kid, and she's in Russia, and she goes yeah. through the ice and goes blind, and then she gets adopted, and then... She is, runs away from being adopted and when she's a teenager and gets abducted and then yeah. somehow becomes not blind because she dies and comes back. There's guys doing some sort of experiments. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. She's with a bunch of other people that are abducted and she tries to escape. And so she's escaped, but she needs to find them. Yeah, anyway. I'm not, I'm not going back in. 
I know. I'm curious. I'm I, not. It ended with like a school shooting. No oh, spoilers. Yeah. You should watch the first season because it's interesting. But it says, uh, Weird. this is what the guy says. He says, is Netflix's The OA the most profoundly silly show on television or the most sillily profound show on television? Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> I think there's a lot of deep thinking that has to go with that show. It's a little intense. It's too much for But anyway, my... the second season's out for people who were excited about the huh. first one. Well, I maybe don't know. we'll talk about it on the podcast. Maybe we will. I'd have to watch the whole first season again. Yeah. Or maybe like the last... Oh, Christ. I'd have to watch the whole season Some again. Some of it anyway. Yeah, it'd be too much. Anyway, Too much there for we go. my brain. Uh, that's my TV news. That was great TV news, Rachel. Thanks for the info. Oh, thank you for thinking so. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> what are we going to talk about, Mom? Well, today we're going to talk about... I'm going to give you a little recap. Oh, I love a recap. <clears throat> yeah, just love a recap. We should do Did it I in our, an Irish accent? It sounded like it to me, but I think it's just because I have the headphones on. You're so close to St. Patrick's Day. Don't read my State. notes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Mom, Mom watched the show and took notes so that she could better recap it for me, so I'm excited about that. Oh, it was just... A, okay. I didn't say what we're, what we're recapping. Yeah, why don't you do that? i recap Whiskey Cavalier. Okay. It's on ABC. What day does that air on ABC? Not a clue. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look at <laughs> Let me do a little IMDb <clears throat> synopsisizing. It stars um, uh, Lauren Lauren Conrad, Lauren Cohen, Lauren Lo, Lauren Cohen. Yes, from from The Walking Dead. Right. I don't know if she got murdered on The Walking Dead. I think she just left. She was, she was the one who was married point. to Glenn, and Glenn got his head beaten in by that guy. I wonder if she ever had the baby. I don't know. I stopped watching that show. Me too. Um, Lauren Cohen. I'm not going to try to say it again. Okay. And um, the guy from Scandal and Alias. And Felicity. And Felicity. Uh, Scott Foley. Oh, Christ. I was going with Warren. Also, Anna Ortiz, who was on Ugly Betty, and uh, Tyler James Williams, who was in Dear White People, and Unaccompanied Minors, and Everybody Hates Chris, and a bunch of other stuff. Goodness gracious. Um, It airs on Wednesdays at 10 o'clock on ABC. Yeah. And I'm so excited to hear what you thought. All right. Episode episode one. Okay. <laughs> it opens up. It starts off. It has kind of like an alias, alias-esque feel to it. Okay. So if anyone Was Scott Foley an alias? Yes. I don't remember him being in that show. No, maybe he wasn't. I think you're thinking of the guy... I'm thinking of... Uh, who Bradley was also Cooper. on Felicity, but... I don't know who I'm thinking of. <laughs> I think you're thinking of uh, Scott Speedman. Was he on Alias? I don't know now. Oh, he was in Felicity. Oh, I'm so confused. <clears throat> anyway, let me just go to the recap. Okay. It was like Alias, which made you think of Alias. Yeah, because like in Alias, they would have like the scene start and then the little lines would come at the bottom saying where they were. Right. So anyway, this is <laughs> what? It's kind of like it in yeah. like, white letters. I got you. Shut up. <laughs> so anyway, it reminded me of Alias. Yeah, the subtitles of the show made her think of the show. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it did. Okay. All right, so it starts off, and there's this sad music playing. Mm. Oh, God, I don't remember the song, but it's Scott Foley. Mm-hmm. He's sitting in a chair. He's in, like, a dirty T-shirt, and he's singing some really sappy, sad song. All by myself. Oh, yeah, it might have been that. It might have been that. I was a total guess. That, it could have been that. I'm not exactly sure. But okay. anyway, so he's singing that song and he's crying. And there's like mess all over the apartment. And the phone rings. And he turns off the music. 
sits up straight and answers the phone. And it's his buddy. I don't know his name. But it's the guy who does the commercials. And he's like... Um, does the commercials? Shush. <laughs> he's the guy that does the insurance commercials. That you see him like, like when you're looking for your coins under the seat. <laughs> and the guy's face pops up and says, Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You ever see that commercial? <laughs> <laughs> it's an insurance guy. Is he the... Okay, there's so many different insurance commercials. Well, Is it the State like, Farm guy who's like, no, or Farmers, the, the guy who won an Oscar? No, no, no. Okay. Not of those guys. It's more of like, um, he has black hair, and he had, look on his face on the show. Okay. And he, Is he the one that has all of the like crazy stuff that happens? Yeah. He, you see him with like a bandage across his forehead. Oh, okay. You see who he is? Like, uh, no, he doesn't appear to be on the show. Go, wait a minute, go back. <laughs> go this way. It's, um... What show is this? This is Whiskey Cavalier. That's what Are you're, you sure? That is what you're recapping, right? Okay. <laughs> yep. Well, anyway. Oh, it kind of... Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's not that guy. Are you sure it's not his face? It's definitely All not right. that guy. Anyway, all right, it's not that guy. Josh Hopkins. All right, it's not that guy, but it kind of looks like that guy. <laughs> that just ruined the whole show for me. No, I'm that's going to be so exciting for me to post that on Instagram side by side and show people how much they don't look alike. <laughs> they do look alike. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> all right, anyway, so he calls him up, and he's all business, and he gets and the guy's like, uh, we find out that Scott Foley's girlfriend, fiance, has broken up with him. So he gets up, and the guy's like, you're not sitting there wallowing in your shorts and T-shirts, are you? And of course he was. And he's like, no, no, no. I have friends over. We're cooking, blah, blah, blah. He's lying. He's lying, putting on a good front. But then he goes into the bedroom, and he opens up the closet like this armoire type of deal. Mm-hmm. And he opens it up, and he looks down, and there's this red silk nighty uh-huh. and he gets a flashback of him and his fiance smooching it out with the red silk nighty uh-huh. and then he reaches it again and he pulls out a fucking uzi like, like a, a one gun. of those rifley guys rifley guns a big gun yeah it was a big gun i don't know if it was an uzi <laughs> <laughs> so then so then he's like okay tell me the you know and that it's like fbi lingo but he you know give him the dl okay so then the next thing you see is he's in a cemetery the gun is not to be found. He's carrying a bouquet of roses. He has to go and he's going to, um, the scientist has stolen a vial of Ebola juice. <laughs> so it's either E. coli or Ebola, oh. <laughs> not Ebola. <laughs> and uh, juice, is it a You know, I think it was a mix that? of both. Oh, Ebola. Oh, like a new super virus. It was a super virus. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, <laughs> he, well, actually, his buddy is, he's supposed to be backup. So his buddy is supposed to be meeting the guy to pay him $100,000 for the the juice. Uh-huh. And so Scott Foley gets a call from the buddy, and the guy says, I'm caught in traffic, and I can't make it. I mean, it's like, this is fucking serious business, and he's caught in traffic. Should have played ahead. <laughs> so Scott Foley's like, I could take control of it, and the guy's like, no, no, he bored. Abort. Abort. <laughs> Abort. Abort. I'm stuck on Ebola. Yeah. So he goes to the cemetery. He meets the dude. Uh-huh. And the dude has like a guard with him. And he says, you're not Arthur or something. I don't know the guy's he's name. He's stuck in traffic. And he's like, you know, uh, I'm taking his place. Um, so then the scientist pulls out this vial. Mm-hmm. And he goes, never take it out of the case. 
or something like that. And then Scott Foley's looking at the guard, and the guard pulls out his phone, and he's looking at his phone, and then the guard all of a sudden shoots the scientist, and the virus just goes rolling on the ground, and Scott Foley is like, uh-oh, uh-oh, diving behind cemetery stones uh-huh. to evade the shooter, uh-huh. who is a bad shot. So then, <laughs> Thank God, because yeah. otherwise the show would be over. <laughs> yeah, so then he kills the scientist, mm. picks up the virus thingy. The guard does. The guard does, and he runs. There's a chase, mm-hmm. a foot chase. Mm. The guard is not holding a gun anymore. Scott Foley is, and there's times when he's real close to him, and he doesn't shoot him. Maybe he's afraid that he'll drop the virus of Ebola juice. It was in a protective shell. Oh, okay. <sighs> Anyway, so then there's a chase. They, um, they're in Paris. <laughs> um, Who is? Scott Foley and the dude are in Paris. Is that where the cemetery was? That's where the cemetery was. Oh, okay. Was. I didn't know if we flashed forward somehow. No. Okay. So they're racing through Paris, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> um, there's like, you know, high drama. Like he jumps off a bridge and lands on a boat and whatever. Boy, oh boy. So then, what? Boy, oh boy. Yeah, it was just like so intense. Was it like Tom Cruise Mission Impossible style? No, it was just worse. It was worse? Yeah. It wasn't as good as that. Well, Scott Foley, I think he's been sitting and wallowing for a little while, so they have a lot of pictures of him going like breathing heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Like when he's running, and he's running like Tom Cruise, like with straight hands. Yeah. (laughs) But um, he's very like anyway. So they get, they land in, they're in the street of Paris. There's cars going by. Mm-hmm. Scott Foley finally yells, freeze. The guy turns around and wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. He gets hit by a car. He the go, guard does. The guard does. Okay. He goes, bounces off the car, lands in the street. The Ebola goes flying in the air, of oh, course. Boy. Scott Foley sees it, has to catch it before, because oh, it's out of the protective shell now. Oh. I skipped a part. That's fine. <laughs> so Scott Foley catches it, lands Thank on God. the... Huh? Thank God. Lands on the ground. Thank God. The, the He's like looking at it and he's like feeling better. And he stands up and there's like somebody proposing to somebody in the park. Oh. He has a flashback to his fiance again. Because it's Paris. Sappy. Sap, sap. So then the guard behind him sits up, tries to shoot him with his ankle gun. Scott Fuller turns around, shoots him. Well, he got shot too, but it was okay. <laughs> so then he's the hero. This sounds like... A fun action sequence. It's It was all right. I mean, it took like... <laughs> anyway. Keep going. So then he goes back. He's in Paris. He goes back to his office. Uh-huh. Meets his buddies there. And his buddy is like, you know, I hope everything is okay and blah, blah, blah. And Scott Foley's like, you know, I'm fine. Everything's cool. He goes into the bathroom. He has his phone with him. And he sits down on the toilet with his pants still on. And... <laughs> He wasn't naked. Uh-huh. And he calls his his friend who lives in New York and who is like a, a psychological profiler. Okay. Talks to her. Should I text her? Should I not? Doing all these like puppy love stuff, like high school stuff. Like, should I write her? Should I see what she's doing? Okay. I mean, it's just like, you didn't need it. Okay. You know? Is this show comedy or is it high action packed? Neither so far. So, <laughs> anyway, so he gets called into the office by his boss, and his boss sits down, and he's so like... So, wait, wait, are you saying, like, the romance flashback to the girlfriend scenes are sort of comedic? They're, like, tongue-in-cheek? They're not... It's like... It's like... You're supposed to be like, oh, this is kind of funny that he's a serious FBI agent, but he's, like... In love. Okay, so they're not, like... 
deeply emotional these scenes. No. Oh, okay. I, I mean, was they play the the music. Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of like over the top. It's over the top intentionally. The, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I mean, it's probably probably. Yeah. But you don't like it because you'd rather it would be straight action show. Just, just do action. Who okay. cares about the fiance? Okay. But you know, there's something happens with the fiance at the end. Okay, I won't skip ahead. Okay, so then, um, so he gets caught in the office. The the his boss says he's worried about him. Um, he's been wallowing. Doesn't like it that he's sad. He's his best agent. Aw. Doesn't want him to be whatever. And Scott Foley's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And, he, and, you know, the breakup wasn't that bad. And he goes, well, look at this. Well, we have it on film. Their breakup? So they flips the computer around, and I guess they must film all their special agents or something? <laughs> because they have a picture of him in the restaurant with a girl, and she's like, I can't do this anymore. And she throws her ring on the table, and you can see how sad he looks when it happens. Oh. But why was he being filmed? I just don't understand. She's <laughs> constantly being tailed. So then um, he's the boss is like, well, I think we should bench you for a little while. And he's like, don't bench me, boss. And the guy's like, okay, you need to go to Russia and get this guy. So next thing you see, mm-hmm. Scott Foley. Oh, thanks. Scott Foley. See, car crash commercial. Oh, sure. It's not him, though. Just want to make sure you're following your notes. Yeah. So then he goes to Russia because we haven't run into Lauren Conrad yet. Is his ex-fiance's name Gigi? Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So, are you reading my notes? Well, I just wanted to see what you'd missed. Don't read that part. Okay. <laughs> so then, so then, he's, a, he's in a bar. He's got his best friends in his ear, and he sits down at the bar. He has to get this guy who's stolen um, CIA. His best friend is the car commercial guy that's not the car commercial guy? Yeah, he's in his ear at home base and talking, you know, he's keeping track of him. So um, he sits down at the bar, and the next thing you see is Lord Codrad walking in, sexy, sexy, red dress, not red, I don't know what color it was, but slinky dress, <laughs> and she sits down with her English, she has an English accent. Okay. I think she does in real life, too. Yeah, I think she does. And she's like, you know, hi, I'm bloody blah, doing, come here to do something, I don't know. And Scott Foley's like, the guy in his ear says, use your your bad salesman accent on her. So he starts going into this rift with, you know, I'm somebody from Ohio that's here to, I don't know, it was just dumb. <laughs> Lauren Conrad doesn't fall for it. Okay. Um, the next thing you see is over Scott Foley's shoulder in the big picture window, uh-huh. you see this dude being let out from a house with two guys are holding him. Uh-huh. Lauren Conrad says something I forget what she says to Scott Foley about. You seem not to remember much about this scene. (laughs) Well, it's getting exciting. Okay. So then she takes out her compact and she presses a button on her compact and then flings it like a Frisbee at the window. It shatters. And she, the bartender gives her a gun and she goes after the guy that's being led away. Oh. Scott Foley tries to get up from the chair, but lo and behold, she has handcuffed him. He didn't feel it to the bar. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, Wait, so of, he didn't know that she was an operative? Uh, she's CIA. He's FBI. But he didn't know. He did not know. She knew about him. Sure. Because she knew about Gigi. Sure. Oh. How? She read his dossier. Wait, were they talking about it at the bar before she handcuffed him? No. Oh, this is something that happens later. Yeah. Okay. I'm just giving you a heads up. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So anyway, Scott Foley gets out of the handcuffs somehow, goes chasing after Lauren Conrad. She's in the car with the dude. 
I don't remember who the dude is. Are you getting tired of the show already? No. Uh, well, I know. You're not remembering a lot of things. There's not much to remember. You it's took all, notes. Well, <laughs> he, he, this, uh, that's it. Bad <laughs> XGG bad break. Car cash commercial best friend. Breakup playlist. Okay. He, he texted his fellow FBI agents for a breakup playlist. Who does that? <laughs> okay. So anyway, they get, they get, you know, Lauren Conrad has the dude. Mm-hmm. Scott is in another car and he's yelling, pull over, FBI, pull over, FBI. They get into a crash. She ends up. I don't know. I think Scott Foley ends up on the pa- out of the rec- ricocheted out of the car somehow. Yeah. Ends up on the pavement. She has a gun on him. She goes, "Take that ear thing out of your ear, the listening device, and get in the car." So she handcuffs him in the front seat to the Jesus handle. Yeah. And the dudes in the back. They drive all the way to this warehouse where there's Dimitri. Can you clarify for the the viewers what a Jesus handle is? Nobody knows. Well, I just think just in case. Oh well, it's the handle that's above your window in a car <laughs> and you call it that because jesus saved me when you're driving with rachel <laughs> <laughs> you take turns fast <laughs> anyway <laughs> don't that doesn't everybody call it a oh, jesus handle uh, maybe yeah yeah let me know <laughs> don't get me sidetracked i'm sorry so then dimitri's there and she says to scott foley don't you know get jesus not Gigi. Dimitri mad because he'll shoot you. Okay. So they handcuff Scott Foley and the dude out in this warehouse. Her and Dimitri go into the other room and have sex. Really? They don't show it. They that's imply it. Yeah. Okay. So then the next morning, they've left them sitting there all night. The next morning, they, and they're zip tied with sure. plastic thingies. Yeah. They get him up. They head him outside. Scott Foley, before he stands up, sees a bullet casing or a bullet on the floor and he picks it up. Uh-huh. And cups it in his hands. Sure. Um, and He's going to use that later. Yeah. So Dimitri's <laughs> leading out the dude. Lauren Cohen, Co- Conrad, whatever her name is, is going with Scott Foley. And she's like, and there's a helicopter landing. And she goes, well, that's our ride. You know, it's been real. See you later. Okay. And Scott Foley goes, huh, I got you got another thing coming to you. And he uses the bullet to snap open his zip ties. Cool. And tries to get a, co- get a, a hold of Lauren Conrad. Uh-huh. But then... A rot of missile comes shooting out and blows up the helicopter. And you turn around and there's Dimitri, who didn't have it before when he was leading out the dude. He now has a rocket launcher on his shoulder. Okay. Okay. And he blows up the fucking helicopter. I don't even know why. (laughs) Okay. So then Scott Foley has the upper hand now because he shoots Dimitri, grabs Lauren Conrad, and they go to the car with the dude. And they take off on this cross-country trip. In the car, but the dude is in the trunk. Okay. Is that the first episode? It's not even done yet. Oh, oh, oh. It's like so bad. Wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> what? Let's talk about why you don't like the show. It's just, it's like chase, 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 stop, talk something stupid, chase, chase, and that's it. Do you think There's that- no developing of anything. It's just like a, it's just like a, it's not even like intriguing to me. So it doesn't feel like there's, like, an overarching plot that's going to show up? Like, mm. something like Alias, where they're trying to get that egg or whatever. Well, they're trying to get some sort of, an like... egg in Alias? <laughs> I don't know. But they're... You know the knock list in Mission Impossible? Yes. They're trying... They ha- there's a list on a little drive that the dude has downloaded that they're all trying to get. Okay. And it turns out it's in his, one of his teeth. <laughs> 
this is all i mean that's all very like spy drama that's like we it like is, those things those are fun it is a lot of spy drama but it seemed like it more fun with alias uh so you feel like it's a little too buddy cop uh will they well, won't they kind of comedy they're very um they're very against each other because one that's one's fbi and one's cia and something about the rock without a jock strap or something <laughs> What? Scott Foley made a joke about the CAA. You go running around shooting your guns like the rock without a jock strap or a rock without a... I should have written that one down. I have no <laughs> idea. But just swinging things around. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. You know, I'll loosen. Yep. Oh, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Loosen swinging. So... <laughs> Anyway, so they... Why isn't she, like... I mean, they're on opposite... So, they like, she just thinks he's getting in her way, and so... Yeah, she has an agenda. Okay. And he has an agenda. He's supposed to be arresting this guy. She wants to take this guy to Quantico. Right. Well, Quantico's FBI. Uh, someplace else. Whatever. She wants him, he wants him. Yeah. So... Sounds like you were frustrated. It was frustrating. But then, um... So then, they get to where they're going to, um... I forget why Lauren Cohen gets shot. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway, there's bad guys. They're shooting. Sure. Lauren Cohen gets shot. Scott Foley picks her up, puts her in her car, and they race. And lo and behold, his best friend's house is right close by. So he races her. Who, his best friend who he works with. At yes. The, yeah. So he races in. He's carrying Lauren Cohen. Cohen. Cohen and his best friend is the guy you thought was the car crash commercial guy? Yes. Okay. Sure. Rushes into his house. She's been shot in the side. He moves stuff off the table, mm-hmm. puts her on the table, and she passes out. The next thing you see is Gigi walking through the door. She's been screwing the oh, best friend. Oh, no. Yeah. Guess he's not going to be his friend anymore. Well, I don't know. They got into a big fist fight. While they're fighting, their boss walks in. Sure. And he's like, I've had enough of this. And like, how does he know what the hell's going on? But he walks in well, and he's, he's like... He's tailing them. They're always on film. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so he takes them. He's like, um, I'm going to take... I can't remember the dude's name. This guy in now. You know, you guys are off the case. Blah, blah, blah. So he crouches in front of the dude who's sitting on the floor. And he goes, give me the file. I don't know what he called it. And it was in his and, tooth. Huh? And it was in his tooth. Yeah. And he, and the, he goes, I looked through your records and it said that you had some dental work, but... Oh, no. Something about the x-ray in his head? I don't know. Anyway, found out it's in his tooth. Right. So he uses a gun. He takes the pliers. He pulls out the tooth. And Scott Foley and his buddy are like, what the hell's going on? It turns out the boss is a bad guy. Oh. He wants a CIA list. So. I know. It's just so intense. So they got to form like an interagency task force. Wait. We haven't gotten to the Tampax well, we're, bomb. Well, we're kind of running Tampax out of time. Tampax bomb. All right. Well, hurry up. High point. Oh, I thought it was Tampa times bomb. No, Tampax bomb. <laughs> so Lauren Conrad is pretending to be asleep on the table when the guy is it shoots Scott Foley's best friend, or ex-best friend now, just, you know, mains sure, him. Sure. And then Lauren Conrad pulls out of her pocket a Tampax and clicks the top of it, and it starts beeping. Uh-huh. And she throws it. It's a bomb. Saves the day. They have to form a joint task force. I like that all of her tools are like makeups and tampons. That's funny. Yeah, that could be a plus. <laughs> but, um, and then, you know. So you don't like the show. I, you know. Are you going to not keep watching it? I don't know if I'll watch episode two. It's a little too much weirdness. Can I give you the, the Rotten Tomato? I'll tell you what the Rotten Tomato is. What do you think? 24. Tomato meter. 
Certified fresh, 85%. 85? Audience score is 74. It's one of those rare shows where the critics like it more than the audience. Ugh. Uh, and it says, critical consensus, fun, feisty, and fueled by the chemistry between its charismatic leads, Whiskey Cavalier overcomes its familiar structure to deliver an attractive take on a well-worn formula. Huh. So, uh, it's getting good ratings. Really? It sounds fun to me, the way you described it. It doesn't sound boring. It sounds great. All right. I'll watch episode two. I think they're just getting scandal stragglers. Oh. Well, yeah, because scandal ended. Yes. Scandal was too, too serious, too self-serious. I enjoyed like scandal. the OA being self serious. Scandal self serious. I enjoyed. Scandal. I like a show that's laughing at itself a little bit, which it sounds like this show is. Um, I think it's laughing at the spy genre. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Kind of oh. like um, Man from Uncle. No. Come that on. Was the movie Man from Uncle? Man from Uncle, dude, when it was on TV, was serious. There was no funny business on the Man from Uncle. Well, the movie was pretty tongue in cheek. Right. And you didn't like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had a crush on. I mean, like Mr. Simon Pegg's character is my favorite character in the Mission Impossible movies. I do it. I like that too. So, mom gives it a thumbs down. I give it. A, I think I'm gonna give it a try. Well, you can give it a try if you want. Sure. I did not care for it. I've heard a couple people say they like it. Do you have a word of wisdom for the week? I did. Oh, it's on my phone. Okay, one okay. moment, please. So, my word of wisdom comes from Yoko Ono. Yeah, Mom. <laughs> Go ahead. Read what it says. Don't ever be discouraged. Keep on doing what you believe in. And so, that's a good little quote from Yoko. Mom screenshotted her Twitter feed and showed it to me today. And it's a tweet from Yoko Ono, but the reason Mom saw it is because <laughs> Kim Kardashian retweeted it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's Kim Kardashian West. Okay, well... And you know what? You might not like her, but she's doing a lot for prison reform. I'm not saying I don't like her. I'm saying that it's funny that you... <laughs> screenshotted your Twitter of Yoko Ono, who you do not follow on Twitter, because Kim Kardashian retweeted her. <laughs> and you know what? On top of that, from this other lady, mm. <laughs> it's pretty much what I say every day at work. Who's Nikki Glaser? Uh, she's a comedian. I do my part to save the planet by mouthing dumb bitch whenever I'm behind someone in the line who asks for a plastic bag for an item they can easily carry. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, those are great. I think it's very funny. Do we know what we're going to talk about in a couple weeks? <laughs> um, let's talk about something. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we can talk about, there's a couple of Netflix thingies I wanted to watch. The okay. one with the lady with the deep voice that talks like this. I oh, that's on to, HBO. Oh, I want to watch that. The one about Theranos. Yeah, I'm curious about that too. Well, first off, I thought it was an Avenger thing. Thanos. Thanos. Theranos. <laughs> I gotta look excited. No, different thing. Um, I might watch that, or okay. I might watch the um, uh, the kid abduction. Oh, the Madeline McRae or whatever. So yeah, I just made that name up. Madeline Is that right? McCain. McCain. I might watch that. Right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll and see. maybe I won't be dark and gloomy. All right. Well, uh, either way, we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Have Give... a safe week. You can watch some Whiskey Cavalier in the meantime, or drink whiskey. Why is it called Whiskey Cavalier? Um, his. Sign name is Whiskey. They called him that all through the thing. Oh. And then at the end, they said something about Whiskey Cavalier. And I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> Maybe his that's... name on the show is Will Chase. So it's probably his Whiskey Cavalier. Cavalier. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, I hope that was. That's great. We'll yeah. talk to you guys soon. Yes. Bye. We will. Bye.
listening to the podcast TV with my mom. You can follow us on Instagram at TV with my mom. Is Did I say something weird? Is that the way you say it all the time? No, I guess I don't know. <laughs> Confuse me a bit. <laughs> all right, let's start again. <laughs> Thanks for listening once again to a TV with my mom podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at TV with my mom and on Twitter at TV with mom. And you can send us an email at TV with my mom. Gmail.com. And you can also rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email. Give us a review. Share us with a friend. We're so lonely. <laughs> and uh, do we have a secret listener of the week, Mom? Secret listener of the week is a lovely lady named Megan. Thanks for listening to us all the time. And happy birthday to um, your daughter, your, your Juliana. Da- <laughs> I was going to say Jasmine. Juliana. <laughs> Juliana. Happy birthday, Juliana. And who do we want to thank? We want to thank John Dodson yep. for a lovely rendition. And we'd also like to thank Diane Sullivan Thorson for some delightful artwork. Thanks, guys. And we will talk to you in a couple weeks. We will. Goodbye.